0: So John, if you were to do a zombie impression, what would you do? Uh, that sounds just like you just
1: been on the toilet. I haven't started yet. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Welcome everybody to Beyond the Box Set, a podcast where we pitch prequels, sequels and spin-offs to films that don't have any. I'm Harry, joining me as always is a uh, John with a missing voice.
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> I don't know what that was, that was me. <laughs> Attempting to deny, but then, yeah. yeah, I'm slightly under the weather this week, so I'm doing my very best zombie impersonation.
0: Lovely. And we're joined by our good friend, A.D. Wheatley. Hi. Um, thanks for joining us. Welcome. You've chosen this film, Shaun of the Dead. Why did you choose it? Because I absolutely
2: adore the film mm-hmm. I think it's brilliant I think it's one of the best Probably the best zombie film I've ever made So that's why I chose it
0: I definitely agree Did you watch it recently In preparation for this? Yeah I watch it
2: regularly So yeah <laughs> I've watched it again this week Just to polish up on it When yeah. did you first see it? Was it at the cinema or? Um, I think it was after a night out mm-hmm. And that is why I fell in love with it I think it was it was on a Sunday And consequently since then, I always do watch it on a Sunday. It's kind of a Sunday. Every lying. Sunday? Not every Sunday, no. <laughs> it's, your I do, it's your religion. <laughs> I, have occasional, I have occasional Sundays off. Right. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's that kind of, you. You when you've been out and you've got a little bit of a hangover and you just want to sit in and chill and watch films, it's that kind of film. Mm-hmm. So yeah. When did you
0: first see it, Harry? Um, oh, I think I was first introduced to it by one of my friends from school, probably when I was too young. Hmm. Um, it built a terrifying fear of zombies for for years that was my number one fear for zombies and it all stemmed from this film particularly the scene where he goes into the back to like turn the lights on or something (laughs) and there's all these zombies just at the door at the window that stuck with me so i had i mean i say an irrational fear of zombies you should be scared of zombies anyway indeed yeah they're, they're monsters um Yeah, and I was scared of zombies for years after that until I started watching The Walking Dead, which was, it was a conscious decision to, right, I'm going to stop being scared of zombies. I'm going to watch The Walking Dead because I've heard it's good. And that happened. And then it got as far as um, I had a sex dream about a zombie. Oh, dear God. I had sex with a zombie. It was... uh, (laughs) Wow. It was hot. Um, And now I don't
1: watch The Walking Dead anymore. Wait, 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 wait. Um... (laughs) I hear you had sex with a zombie. In what sense was the person a zombie? They they were they were a zombie. They were, were they, they trying were... to eat you?
0: No, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I mean I guess it was a dead body. This is.
1: You were basically having sex with a can
0: corpse. We have, can we have no more questions on this. <laughs> I have many 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 questions. <laughs> exactly. I'm, honest, I'm quite intrigued. as yeah. well. Was it
1: was it somebody you knew in zombie form, or was it just a generic corpse?
0: No, I don't think it was anybody I know. But I did then make the mistake of telling somebody who then told the rest of the people in my class at school. Oh, so. he was still at school at this yeah. point? Yeah. Okay. It just gets better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: Wow. That's uh, so... deeply disturbing. <laughs> yes.
0: So what's your sexual history with zombies? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, apart from some really crappy ladies, but I uh, know <laughs> Somebody just lie there, but uh, no, um, no. I've never had a zombie sex dream. I've never had sex with with the undead. No, we've not lived. I not lived. No, I in, in terms of this film though, I think I saw it in the cinema. It was like two thousand four. I probably did, uh, and then I've seen it a few times since. And it's I was a big fan of the TV show Spaced. Mm, same. Yeah. So, so did you yeah. see Spaced before you saw Short of the Dead? No, not at all. Okay. Because I was thinking that you were probably too young. Um, yeah, so I, I loved space when it was on. And then so this came out and I had to go and see it. And is it's interesting to me that you found it scary. But I guess when you were a kid, you would find it scary. Yeah. But I've always seen this very much as a comedy film, not as a particularly scary film. It's very warm. Yeah. It comes from a very, a place of real affection for the, the movies that it's kind of parodying. Yes. Like if you've seen like Night of the Living Dead or Dawn of the Dead the or George, the George Romero kind of classics on movies. Like, the, this is such an homage to those movies. And it's got like so many in-jokes for people who are fans of the, the genre and stuff. Yeah. And so it's really fun to watch and to catch all of those little references. It combines the space kind of sitcom mm-hmm. with sensibility with a zombie movie. It's it's just a, such a perfect combination of two different genres, and it's played mm-hmm. so well. Because it's got this real kind of domestic sitcom quality to it as well. And it's so, yeah. so funny. Mm-hmm.
3: ...the logical connection between those committing the atrocities, and perhaps more alarmingly... There's a girl in the garden. What? In the garden, there's a girl. Excuse me. Excuse me. Hello? Oi! Oh my god. She's so drunk.
1: (laughs) What are your favourite lines in this film? Because it's a very quotable kind of film.
0: It's not really a favourite line, but just my favourite sort of bit is a very Edgar Wright sort of montage. It's the bit where Simon Pegg or Sean Just pitches all these ideas for different plans. Oh yeah. yeah. All end up just going to the winter, having a pint while this whole thing blows over. (laughs) It's the perfect bit. It's so Edgar Wright. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So
3: what's the plan? Right. We take Pete's car, we drive over to Mum's, we go in, take care of Philip. I'm so sorry, Philip. Then we grab Mum, we go over to Liz's place, pull up, have a cup of tea, and wait for all this to blow over. Why have we got to go to Lizzy's? Because we do. She dumped you. I have to know if she's all right. Why? Because I love her. All right, gay. I'm not staying there, though. Why not? If we hole up, I want to be somewhere familiar, I want to know where the exits are, and I want to be allowed to smoke. Okay. Take Pete's car, go around Mum's, go in, deal with Philip. Sorry, Philip. Grab Mum, go to Liz's, pick her up, bring her back here, have a cup of tea, and wait for all this to blow over. <sighs> Perfect. No, 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 wait, we can't bring her back here. Why not? Well, it's not exactly safe, is it? Mm, yeah. There's the state of it. Where's safe? Where's familiar? Where can I smoke? <sighs> take car go to mum's kill phil sorry grab liz go to the winchester have a nice cold pint and wait for all this to blow over how's that for a slice of fried gold yeah boy
2: (laughs) one of the best scenes is one of the scenes that's not funny it's the scene in the car where um, sean's stepdad's dying yeah it's just it almost switches to a completely different film for like Mm. just a few seconds Mm -hmm. and it's a really good scene it's really well acted and it's quite upsetting yeah and then it just goes back to the craziness again it's brilliantly well done Mm. I think it's great well
0: it's got a moment of hilarity by Ed just being completely obnoxious (laughs) and just still well what's he doing he's Doing stunt driving, isn't he? Yeah. He's like handbrake turns and all that, with really loud music and all this is going on in the background, and he doesn't realise it. And then when it comes to them getting out of the car really, really quickly, he's he, he's just not he, he's not He just with stands it. there. He just and stands completely there. freezes yeah. up. Yeah, like I got so frustrated at that point, just like God damn it, Ed, you're <laughs> come on, just stand to the situation. <laughs> uh. I always loved you, Sean. Just take care of your mum.
3: There's a good boy. <laughs> Ed, can you pull over? Two seconds. Oh, Ed, please, pull over. Four. Ed, just pull over! Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Mama. Christ, what the hell do you think you're doing? Hello. Everyone's all right. Stop telling me to chill out! And no, for your information, everybody is not alright. What's wrong? Mummy's Philip. He's gone. Where's he gone? Mummy's dead. No, he isn't. <sighs> Get out! Get out! Oh Jesus!
1: Considering it is I would just define this film as a very broad comedy in many ways, there's a couple of very poignant scenes. I mean, for me the saddest scene by far is when he has to kill his mum. Mm. Yes. Or yeah. when his mum is dying anyway, and it's really, I think because Penelope Wilson, who plays the mum, really plays that character as everyone's mum. Like, it's yeah. such a yeah. classic mum performance. Yeah. Like, it's so well observed with how she doesn't want to make any cause any trouble, she doesn't want to make a force, even though she's been bitten by a zombie. Yeah. And she's just so warm and loving and forgiving, and there's, just, there's no there's no malice to her, she's just kind of clueless. So you really fall in love with that character. So when she does die, you're like, oh no! And it's just so there's no comedy there at all. It's no, they're really well done though. Yeah, it's a really intense motion. Yeah, Mm. yeah. yeah.
2: I think it's the most realistic zombie movie because it's just how people I think would react. Yeah, they would still Ed would still be a knob. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, Simon would still be being over dramatic, and his mum would still be being his mum.
0: Yeah, Mm. but I feel like Simon Pegg did the perfect thing because he reacted as though he's the only person who's seen a zombie movie before. Yeah. He was the only one who kept us cool. Hmm. So one of my drinking games is drink whenever somebody does something that they would never do if they'd ever seen a zombie movie before. Yeah. (laughs) Because there's so many things of just like standing with a window just behind you. There's loads of zombies there. It's going to stand here for ages and talk really
1: loudly. <laughs> hey guys! Don't make any noise! <laughs> Be quiet! Yeah. <laughs> it happened. Mm. My favourite line, or one of them, again, it wasn't so much it was a funny line, it was more just because it made me laugh because it was so relatable. Because as you say, this is a, it's the most realistic zombie film. Definitely, I think it's a very British film. So I, there was a lot of scenes when I was like, the group dynamic kind of, you know, of going to the pub and all that kind of stuff. Just... Reminded me a lot of like our own lives and our own friendships and stuff. Indeed. A, when they get to the Winchester, just because it's what we would do. When, when they got to the Winchester and the knocking on the door and it goes, it's what's the name of the landlord? Is it I forget now? Mm, yeah. Nigel. Let's say he's Nigel. It's like yeah. do, he's like, Nigel, let's in. It, it's Sean and Ed. We do the quiz. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't know why, but that just really set me up. I could imagine it was like at our local be like, We do the quiz, let us in. Yeah.
3: John, Bernie, are you there? It's Sean and Ed, we come in all the time. They can hear you. We do the quiz? They
1: know. I also really liked the Lucy Davies character, He was Dylan Moran's girlfriend. She was very funny to me because she was very theatrical. And the, the scene where she is teaching the others how to... To a zombie impersonation, yeah, and her description of how to do a zombie impersonation was the perfect live Oh, it was yeah. a pretend you're yeah. a, drunk, a, a drunk man who's just lost a bet, <laughs> which I thought was such a perfect like that kind of like <laughs> so perfect. I yeah. loved that, I thought it was such a good line. Right, that's all. Shake out, Get nice and limber, or not. Now, take another look at the way he moves. Remember, very limp, almost like sleepwalking. Look at the face, it's vacant. With a hint of sadness. Drunk, he's lost a bet. Okay, let's try, shall we? But yeah, do you want to go to some drinking games?
0: Yeah, sure. So I already mentioned mine. Drink whenever someone does something they would never do
1: if they have seen a zombie movie before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will combine two here because I want to talk about Dylan Moran a bit. Because one of mine was yeah. just drink whenever Dylan Moran is the worst. <laughs> like, de- uh, deliberately so and successfully. It's a great character because he, he is that in a lot of horror films there's a character that you just dislike mm-hmm. and who's really annoying and then you get that kind of monocathosis when they finally fucking die mm-hmm. and here's that in this film yeah, he's he's so... that guy
0: isn't he And he kind of takes his annoying girlfriend with him I or did her. she?
1: well that's the thing yeah you
0: don't actually see her die oh well
1: have you seen the um, on the DVD special features they had a um, a bunch of like comic strips and one of them was what ha- like a little segment on what happens to her and actually they say that she lives and she climbs a tree and survives by eating his leg that she grabs and uh, then comes down Yeah.
0: I mean how long was she up there like the other, Few the other guys got rescued that evening yeah that, that's kind of the joke I think yeah like she doesn't realise when it's over
1: but uh, and I don't think that's meant to be canon it's like a little DVD bonus feature okay, like, yeah. because it does seem unlikely she would live but yeah he's so obnoxious and Dylan Moran is perfect casting for that because he does places playing his black books characters yeah. relentlessly negative kind of you know know yeah. it all and yeah, so he's throughout the film, he's like the real antagonist, like the mum when he wants to shoot him, he's got no sensitivity, mm-hmm. he's in love with Liz and all that kind of stuff. It
2: doesn't have a nice part. Not one nice part. No, there's no nice. in oh.
1: So then I, you can see it coming, because it, like I say, normally you like, get away from the window, get away from the window. But when he does get killed, and it's and so gruesomely as well, it's like they, they yeah. know that they... It's the most gruesome death, isn't by it? By far, yes. he gets yeah. to absolute shred. But also in that low budget British way, which is so funny.
3: Lizzie, I want you to know that my feelings for you have always been essentially- it please, there are slightly more pressing matters at hand here! Yeah, like the fact that Daft's is pointing a gun at my mum! I'm not the one who's being unreasonable, Pico. For Christ's sake, she's not dead! She's finished! For a hero, you're quite a hypocrite! You're the one that's gone from being a chartered accountant, Charlton Heston! I'm not a chartered accountant! Well, you look like one! Yeah! I'm a lecturer!
0: You're a twat!
1: Yeah! Do you have any drinking games, Lady?
2: Every time someone mentions the Winchester,
1: yeah, it's a good one. Oh, yeah. Just for the word Winchester, you get so drunk. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you <it> would. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, again, I like that runner of like how he's constantly trying to branch out because she, the girlfriend at the beginning, says she's sick of just living in the, going to the pub and everything. Yeah, and it, it, it all roads lead back to the Winchester, which is good.
0: It's actually kind of maybe it calls forwards to the world's end, mm. where yeah. their constant thing is look let's just keep drinking and like well this is stupid but it's the best idea we've got which is a very british mentality yeah
3: Sean, <laughs> sure, what i'm trying to say is i need something a little more more than spending every night in the winchester what am i gonna do where are we gonna go the winchester don't be stupid I don't do food yeah there's been a bit of a, a mix-up with the table babe but i thought you said it's all okay yeah you didn't book it did you sean no oh. So, what is the plan then? The Winchester? Liz, can we just talk about this? You know, let's go out. What, to the Winchester? Do you want to? No, no, fuck it, I want to! Okay! It's not the only place in the world, Sean! Take car, go to Mum's, kill Phil, sorry, grab Liz, go to the Winchester, have a nice cold pint, and wait for all this to blow over. So what? What's the plan, then? We're going to the Winchester. I still don't actually understand why we are going to the Winchester. Because it's a pub, it's safe, it's secure. I know it's there. What makes it so secure? Because it's got big, heavy doors and and dead balls. You've been to a lock-in. Well, we
2: should scoot. Have you got somewhere you're going?
3: Uh, Yeah, we're going to the Winchester. The pub? (laughs) Yeah. That's it, then, isn't it? We're trapped. Hey, let's go to
1: the Winchester!
3: Whose fucking idea was that?
1: Uh, I had one for questionable prosthetics. Such as? Such as, and again, it goes back to when Bill Nye's character dies and he's got the bite on his neck. Mm. And it really just looks like someone's put a string of sausages around him. Mm. And it's the same when Dylan Moran gets killed. It's just all the gore is so deliberately silly and Mm. poorly done, but like with a kind of tongue-in-cheek kind of sense.
0: Okay, well, I've got one more game, which is Drink for Every Cameo from Space.
1: Yeah. Did you guys
0: notice them all? Come on, what are we got? Yes.
1: Well, Jessica Stevenson. Of course, or Jess- she's now yes. Jessica Hines, but name's yeah. Jessica Stevenson. She, she kind of she runs into him. She's got her alternative gangrene going, which I really yeah. enjoyed. And then she saves the day at the end, so she's yeah. the other one. I felt like she should have been the love interest.
0: No, I felt like that have gone too much. Closure from space, which everybody wanted but never got, and that was true, all a true, joke true. In space, wasn't
1: it? I guess, yeah. I mean, maybe to rephrase that, yeah, I feel like I wish there was more of her. Although it made sense that she would just come in at the end and save the day. Yeah. But yeah, because I, wasn't I, that I big think
0: that they didn't put so much of her in because they wanted to be like, look, it's not spaced. Yeah. Just like, it's very similar, but it's not spaced. Because mm-hmm. then they would have been stuck with using those two for the whole three films, which doesn't necessarily
1: work. Well, it might have meant mm. that some of the Conceit trilogy would have had more memorable female characters, which is my one complaint about write films. Is they always have really boring female characters. That's true. But yeah, I don't even mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was creating its own entity The um, woman who plays Marsha is in the gang as well. Uh, is it Marsha the chain smoking? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. She's in Jessica Stevenson Hines' gang. When That's right. Yeah. No lines, just cameo.
2: Yeah, the, Matt Lucas is in there too. And was he in space? No, he wasn't in space. Mm-hmm. I'm
1: going off there now. But. <laughs> he was my nomination for. Um, there's a feature I'm going to start trialing called Wig Watch. Because I love, I love a dodgy wig in a film. It's my favourite thing. And his wig in this film is amazing.
0: There's one that you both miss. Oh, really? Very, very subtle one. Okay. So you know that bit where they, they've got through all the gardens and are going to the windchips that are pretending to be zombies? Mm. There's a massive, massive crowd of zombies. Most of them are all wearing black, but there's one of them who's wearing very, very colourful cycling clothes and looks like he's just sort of <laughs> dancing a little bit.
1: Okay. And
0: it's tyres. Oh, really? Yeah. Didn't notice that at all. Very subtle. It's no way. Um, I had to stop and rewind it multiple times but it, I, don't know if it, I don't know if it's the actor but it's definitely the guy wearing Earth clothes he's quite far back yeah, and he is there he's in a couple of shots but yeah he's there Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> who is my favourite character from space he's the absolute best
3: I understand you two, uh, friends wanted to talk to me. Yeah, I was just wondering if you could run my portfolio over to Star for me. Oh, I see. You don't call me for weeks and all of a sudden you want a favor. That's nice, that is. Do you know the last time I seen you? You said you wished that I was your dad and you hugged me for the entire length of the acid tweak and funk mix of Josh Wink's higher state of consciousness and now you want me to ferry you around your art for you? Yes, please. Okay.
1: By the way, you owe me 20 quid. Oh, right, Yeah. Uh, any more drinking games? No, nah, all well done. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think I had one for musical in-jokes. There's the vinyl scene, obviously the vinyl throwing scene.
2: When you were asking me earlier, I was struggling to find, that's probably one of my favourite scenes. Yeah. It's just so good. The music that they put on. Yeah. And this just, this breakbeat comes on and then they, they just start going, no, that's the first pressing. And yeah. it's just brilliant. <laughs>
1: But it's I so like good. It when, I really like there's one really little clever throwaway joke where they pick they go, um, Stone Roses. Which one? Second album. Well I liked it, yeah. Because it's like <laughs> it's a famously like divisive album, like people didn't really like it as much Exactly, yeah. little things like that, it's um... <laughs> No, some of these are
3: limited. Whoa, 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 what was that? Um, I think it was pressing. I'm sorry. Purple rain. Oh sign of the time. Definitely not. The Batman soundtrack. it Throw it. Oh, uh, No,
1: Same coming. I like it. Yeah, that's all right. Should we get to some sequels? Yeah, let's get
0: you first, just in case your voice goes. Uh, is it is
1: it getting worse. Is it,
0: well, we don't know what's going to happen.
1: True, true, true. You talking for a solid half hour? Okay, so I've decided to do a direct sequel. Right. And. I was kind of thinking, because this film really made me think of, again, like you, the, the TV show Walking The Walking Dead, which is right now is the big, yeah. the big zombie show. Yes. And the reason I like this film so much is that it's funny, and it takes this very kind of British look at zombies. And the reason I kind of lost interest in The Walking Dead, because I stopped watching it about I'm halfway through last season, mm-hmm. A, because it got really repetitive, and B, because I just it's just not fun. There's nothing fun about that show.
0: Yeah, I agree. There's not enough payoff for all the... All the shit that you've got to go through
1: Yeah That and it just takes itself so very very seriously Doesn't make and sense. It, If any show needs some real comic relief it's that one So my sequel idea and I've not really fleshed this out particularly But it's called Shaun of the Walking Dead And um, it's just I was like what if the two existed in the same universe Okay so, so they don't Exactly there's no reason why they couldn't Because I was thinking yeah. like the Walking Dead They do establish I think that it's a global thing right I'm not sure. I think they talk about it in season one where they go to the factory, maybe. Um, it's the only time the they talk bit. about... Yeah. I don't mean, think they say it's in Paris, it's in whatever. Mm. But in this version, I'm assuming that whatever happens to cause the zombie apocalypse is a global thing. Okay. So I'm thinking these events happen parallel to each other. So just as Rick Grimes is doing his thing in America, short, the events of Shaun of the Dead are happening in the UK. Mm-hmm. To make this make sense, I have to, this sequel, I think, has to open, do a little bit of retconning, and opening with the last scene of Shaun of the Dead where the zombie apocalypse ends and he's in the, he's back with his girlfriend mm-hmm. and Ed's living harmlessly in the sh- shed. Mm-hmm. So in this sequel we figure out that that scene is actually a fantasy sequence. Okay, It's a dream because it, it, it did feel a bit like a wish fulfillment. It's like happy ending. So actually the, the, the real film ends when Jessica Hines uh, character comes and rescues him and Liz and that's, you know, with, with her, with the army basically. So they have survived. Ed is very much dead, unfortunately. Aww. And and I would love to bring Nick Frost back, but it's a sequel. It you okay. can't do it. He's mm-hmm. a zombie. So yeah, so I guess the opening scene is going to establish that they're, they're happening parallel to each other and the zombie apocalypse is still very much ongoing. Mm-hmm. So Liz and Sean have now joined Jessica Hines' crew. Yes. Um, Wait,
0: sorry, are you assuming that Jessica Hines' crew survived? I'm guessing they've taken some casualties. Because I was assuming from the end of the film the look that she gave Sean... Was that
1: she was the only survivor? Okay. That's
2: what I thought too. Yeah. yeah. Well,
1: well, I've not given much thought to what any of the other characters could do. We didn't really talk about that scene very much, did we? But that, I like that scene because it it, it it brings back all the comic pairings, doesn't it? It's it's mm-hmm. a little fun, a little in joke for British viewers because it's got everyone meets their equivalent. So you've got obviously Simon Pegg meets Jessica Hines, the, mm-hmm. the couple from Spaced. And then you've got Lucy Davies and Martin Freeman crossover. Are they from anything? Yeah, from The Office. Oh, right. they're, they're, I'm not worth the office. The British office, they're the the couple. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Who Reese uh, Shearsmith and Matt Lucas are in her team. I forget who they. Are. Oh, Marsh is there as well from Space. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, oh, oh, Dylan Moran and Tamsin Greig from Black Books. I think. Yes. The two, yeah. So I'm assuming they're all playing versions of themselves of those characters. Like, cause Dylan Moran wasn't playing the guy from Black Books, but he was. <laughs> he was playing the Dylan Moran type. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah. So yeah, I don't. I, I didn't really give any thought to who would survive. Like Tamsin Greig's pretty funny. Maybe she, Maybe she survived as well. But, mm-hmm. I don't know. Whoever's left, anyway, they've joined that crew essentially. Okay. And then I was thinking, well, the other thing is, how are we now going to give them a reason to meet with the American Walking Dead people? Mm -hmm. It's different continents, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So then I was kind of thinking, maybe they just need to get out of London. Because London's obviously super, super overrun with zombies. And there's no way they can hold out in central London against like 9 million zombies. Yeah. But getting out of London, from central London, isn't feasible. Because, as I say, it's a very densely populated area. So it's actually the only feasible thing they can do is it's actually easier to steal a plane and charter a jet out of the country than it is to get out of London. Right, wow. So, but they fight fight their way to Heathrow. Mm -hmm. And I think there's some inherent comedy there if none of them can actually fly a plane. Mm -hmm. Because then I was thinking, well, why not just fly to Europe? I'm also just loving your
0: concept of geography. What do you mean? Heathrow is in central London. Oh, I don't know. It's all (laughs) one place to me. (laughs) Gatwick, what's near? I thought Gatwick's further out, isn't it? There are no major airports in, I think, any central city in the world. Oh, is that a deliberate thing. Yeah, airports are always out of the city because they're quite big. Okay, but I'm... The, there is a central London airport. It's very small, though. Okay. It'd be like private little planes.
1: Well, maybe they go to that. There we go. Or maybe it's easier to fight the way along the tube lines to get to... Along oh, the tubes, yes. You can get the tubes at you right? uh Probably. probably. Yeah. Than it is to get out of London through all the zones of London. You know what I mean? With millions, with nine million plus zombie. Okay, so there. are they commandeering a the tube train? Maybe, maybe or oh, just walking along the tube. Who knows? Like, yeah, I have a good work. I don't know what's sure. I reckon they commandeer it. Yeah, yeah, I like the idea of them just going down the tubes and maybe there's some comedy stuffs going to happen there. I don't know. Maybe they'll fight some. What, what would what would be dangerous in the tubes? zombie rats zombie rats yeah maybe there's the zombie rats to fight I don't know. Mm-hmm. but the, yeah the idea is that they eventually get to the airport and mm-hmm. fly and I, I don't think any of them know how to fly a plane so i think there's you know inherent comedy there like, mm-hmm. and somehow rather than hop over to paris or whatever which wouldn't be any safer but whatever <laughs> uh, somehow they'll like, end up over the atlantic Ocean. Like, oh shit we're just gonna have to continue this route now in the end up making an emergency landing in is it georgia the, not the country of the states the u.s states
0: yeah i think that's where well, yeah, they are In the somewhere yeah
1: I feel like the geography in The Walking Atl-
0: Dead is uh, Yeah,
1: Atlanta. Patching. Atlanta, Georgia. At- yeah. It's Atlanta, isn't it? So
0: Maybe maybe they don't land. Maybe they can't land so they'll jump out with parachutes.
1: That could work too, yeah. And so that's
0: why they end up in just a random place in the country.
1: Yeah, maybe they start running out of fuel too soon. It's like yeah. shit, we we can't land, so yeah. Yeah. So they, I guess the idea is that they run into Rick Gramsic. Maybe I'm guessing not What has happened since I last watched The Walking Dead. Are they still in Alexandria? Like, I have no idea. Um as far as Actually, I know, I think it's
2: know. got quite good. Has I would right? almost given up with Walking mm-hmm. Dead, but it's got quite good. Okay. There's a there's a new buddy in it called Negan. I know is... I've seen the Negan seen stuff. Yeah. yeah, Negan's fantastic. But yeah, there's a new one due soon. Okay. I think.
1: What a new baddie? or a
2: new new uh, new season? Oh, I thought it already started. All out war between the two. Oh, okay.
1: Oh, I hope it hasn't mm. done. Yeah. Or maybe maybe they end up in Negan's camp then. Mm. Maybe they end up accidentally on the side of the bad guys. Mm-hmm. Maybe they run into Nick Rick Graham's and realize they've picked the wrong side. And then there's some kind of, you know, Simon Pegg is, is the Rick Grimes figure in this story. He's, he's become like the de facto lead of the group. Yes. So he has to then negotiate with Rick Grimes and try to... I like the idea of the crossover between very different sensibilities, just trying to do the best for their own teams. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I guess that's as far as I've got it. It's not the most fleshed out idea I've ever had, but I'm just kind of
2: It could be quite funny though. Mm. Them just being British. Yeah, exactly. Coming up against them them being American. Yeah. It just would yeah. be quite funny on its own.
1: I like the idea of them rubbing against this very like pompous kind of The Walking Dead, as I say, it takes itself so super seriously. I like I feel like a Simon Pegg character would kind of undercut a lot of that. And it'd be really funny. And mm. yeah because there's no kids involved as well so there's no equivalent to like call which would be you know Yeah. Good. I don't know who Simon Pegg's call would be it would be Ed if he'd survived but yeah. Not. yeah I think that would be quite
0: funny especially yeah. to see Simon Pegg up against Negan yeah. do Ooh. these long intense speeches and then Simon Pegg's like what the fuck mm-hmm.
1: yeah. <laughs> oh actually yeah Another joke I just thought of that could be funny because obviously the Negan thing is—he is, has Lucille, doesn't he? he? Has the bat that has the things, and obviously there's a whole running thing in Sean of the Dead* where Sean is constantly battering zombies with this cricket clear, bat, cricket bat that's clearly made of yeah. styrofoam because. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like maybe there's like a, a remake of the scene where the characters in *Walking Dead* get quote-unquote Neganed mm-hmm. when um. I thought they said Lucille. Lucille, sorry, yeah. yeah. Where, where there's there's a famous horrific scene in *The Walking Dead* that they built up to for ages, where a major character is bludgeoned to death with a. Baseball bat full of rusty nails, mm-hmm. and it's horrific. So maybe there's some kind of build up to a scene where Simon Pegg has to commit an execution on a character, maybe even a beloved Walking Dead character. Oh. And then it's like maybe Negan forced him to do it, or maybe there's a misunderstanding, and he actually beco- maybe he becomes Negan. Maybe a, oh. Here we go. go. Maybe there's a misunderstanding and miscommunication, so actually Simon Pegg becomes the Negan figure to Rick Grimes, and he sets up this execution scene, and it's completely redone. Yeah. The character gets chosen, it's just the whole, you know, catch a tiger by the toe. <laughs> I imagine Sam Peck doing that. Dot duck, duck 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 goose, goose. yeah, exactly.
3: Any maybe Miney Mo Catch the tiger bye. So, if he
1: hollers, let him go. So it gets to that Brilliant. point; it's all super dramatic, and the character realizes they're gonna die. And then Simon Pegg just whacks and whacks and whacks, and, and there's just no impact. It's like, it doesn't even hurt. It's just like, <coughs> it's just constant battering and battering and battering. And there's just nothing.
0: <laughs> yep, I yeah, like that's good. I like that. Yeah. Okay,
1: so I've, I've, I've kind of caught with that on the fly, but yeah, that's my idea. It goes to America, and he becomes Negan to The Walking Dead. And it's just the rest of The Walking Dead follows Rick Rams and his crew versus this bunch of inept British people who don't really know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, nice. That is Sean of The Walking Dead. Yeah, good one. Mm. Good one. Cool. Any more questions? Or? Yeah. No, nice. no, we like that. Cool. It's good.
2: 80? Um Okay. I've got two ideas. I've got a prequel and a sequel. Okay. Oh, Is it part of a
1: trilogy or are they two separate ideas?
2: Well, actually, the more I thought about it, the more I thought they could be part of a trilogy. Okay. So
1: should we start with the prequel
2: then? Yeah. yeah, okay. Let's start with the prequel. Okay, Shaun of the Dead. Rehearsal, it's called. Okay. So all the characters from the original film are still in it. Okay. And it goes back to when they're in their 20s and they're all going out raving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... Basically, the gang have been raving, doing everything that's involved with raving, staying awake, playing computer games, and they begin to think that the zombie apocalypse has already started. Okay, because they're on drugs. Yes. Okay. So they're wasted. They have le- lack of sleep. So you have a lot of cut scenes between them. You know, early hours of the morning, playing computer games, then back to the club, and then Ed starts to become convinced that the zombie apocalypse has started, mm-hmm. and pretty much that's as far as I got with it. So is this set in the early 90s? Though? Are we talking this is when they're young? It's set in the late 90s, so bit. after they've been doing it for
1: a while. Okay. So they've sort of burnt themselves out a little bit. So in the film, Shaun of the Dead, I think Simon Pegg says he's 29. Well, Shaun's 29. Simon Pegg was actually about 35 at the time, <laughs> which yeah, I thought was quite funny. So yeah, so you're saying maybe like maybe like 25-ish then, 26? Like, yeah, so it's set just a few years before okay. Shaun of the Dead set cool. Any sequel that we do in this, or prequel, we have to think about, whoever's playing them, as, it's as if it's made in 2017. So are we going to have Simon Pegg and Nick Frost who are now like in their 40s, playing themselves as, as 20 year olds? That, I admit, would be tricky. But hilarious.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it could be done with uh-huh. makeup and yeah. CGI or whatever. It could, it, it could be done. And I, ju- I, 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 just, I just think it'd be quite funny going back and you would get all the same characters. and mm. um, Even Pete yeah pete back when he was fun yeah so pete mm. pete was like the the head of the gang yeah he was like the fun guy mm. who went and got drugs for everyone yeah so you you'd have things like that but then also a bit of a fear and loathing element to it as well mm-hmm. so it all gets a bit weird and a bit sinister because <laughs> they're all on a massive drug, drug band yeah band yeah. yeah but then it all ties into this you know they think the zombie apocalypse is started because they're playing too many computer games
1: I like that a lot it's great I mean, you could have a really good um, soundtrack which is obviously for exactly like I mid mean, 90s trance and dance and oh, like yeah that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean the scenes as well you could yeah. do do
2: club scenes and where they're going to warehouse raves and yeah. you know them imagining zombies
1: and stuff I think it just opened it up for a lot of gags I think that'd be really funny also because we're talking about like the actors going back have you ever heard of it? There's, a, there's an American TV show called Wet Hot American Summer. Have you ever heard of it? No. So it's a, it's a TV show that came out about 2000-ish. It was a, it was a film originally actually. It came out around 2000. It was like a cult film, and it starred a bunch of people who went on like it's like Amy Poehler is in it from Parks and Recreation, Paul Rudd is in it, and there's all these all these famous American comic actors who went on to make shows like Parks and Recreation, Brooklyn Nine Nine, anything you can think of. Yeah. They made this little thing when they were all young it was a spoof of films like uh, Sleepaway Camp and Porkies and you know all those like Camp America kind of things, those kind of t- teen frat party things yeah. so basically they they made this, it's this film and they made it and it's it's even then they were like the joke was that they were all in the like late 20s and they were playing teenagers because they're playing like teen camp counselors like horny teens and, 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 and like a Camp America thing yeah anyway so that, that film comes out it's like a big cult classic years later 15 20 years pass they actors all become big stars or most a lot of them do and a couple of years ago they they made a prequel to wet american summer that on netflix a tv series there was a pre-set a prequel to the film right. so they're all playing mm. they're supposed to be three years younger but they're all about 15 years older and it's so and it hilariously works. funny. Like some of them have like put on a lot of weight and so, but they're still wearing <laughs> the same clothes and it is so funny. It's oh, really, it really brilliant. Funny. It's really, really cool. and also sounds like that idea would work. That's what I mean, I like that for this same reason. You've got Sam Pegg and Nick Frost like playing themselves, even though it's like 10 years after, 15 years after Shul on the Dead, but playing themselves as if they were 25 years younger. But obviously, it wouldn't be, be, wouldn't be convincing, funnier. but that would inherently be hilarious. Yeah, yeah. And especially because it's a big ensemble thing, you know, you've got Dylan Moran and um, Tasman Grieg and Jessica Hines, all these other British people. I can totally see that. That would yeah. really work. Really I think fun. it'd be great. I'd love to see it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sold. I like that one. It's <laughs> good. really good. <laughs> so then that happens, then there's the film. Then what you do? You so say, yeah, so we've got that. Then
2: we've got Shaun the Dead. And then we would have the sequel. Okay. The title is The Quest for a Cure for Red. Okay. So, basically, whereas yours was Ed dies and all or something, mm-hmm. I've literally taken it at the end as a
1: starting point. Okay, so the zombie apocalypse is over, peace is restored, and Ed is a zombie, but he's being kept in the basement with Sean. Well, almost. Okay. Ed is still kept
2: in the basement with Sean, mm-hmm. but the zombie apocalypse is not It's not over. Oh, okay. We're led to believe it is. Mm-hmm. So, like, within the city limits of London, so it's kind of similar to yours in a way. Okay. We meet Sean's uncle, Uncle Chadwick. Okay, who I'd like to be played by um, Jim Broadbent.
1: Great, good casting. Oh yeah.
2: So he's a lifelong stoner and conspiracy theorist. Mm -hmm. So Sean goes to see him, and he convinces him that he knows where the source of the outbreak come from, and that they should go on a quest to try and find a cure. Mm -hmm. So um, that's how it starts. So then there's so there's Sean, then there's Liz. And now there's Uncle Chadwick okay. who decides to come with them mm-hmm. because he knows where's, quote-unquote, to get out of the city. <laughs> right, and they okay. use the tube. Ah, they use okay. the tunnels from London to get out of the city. Okay. And they find out that once they're out of the city that things are not what they've been told. Mm-hmm. They find... What's she called now? Um, the character who we were talking about who dies at the end um, Lucy Davies' character Lucy's Davies' character she's yeah. called Diane nice. Diane yeah, yeah. Okay. Diane has survived and she's a leader of a group of zombie warriors okay they as have... in
1: zombies who are warriors or anti-zombie warrior, zombie warriors uh, yeah
2: so they're like um, they're like um, a post-apocalyptic village okay and they uh, they fight off zombies and try to survive mm-hmm. okay. outside the city cool um, and they have improv evenings mm-hmm. which she runs obviously oh great of course yeah so yeah so yeah <laughs> During the course of this, uh, Uncle Chadwick, we'll call him Uncle Chadwick, uh-huh. and he's Sean's dad's brother. Mm-hmm. We find out that Sean's dad used to work for the government and they find out that they, they, the the cause of the outbreak was um, testing for a new type of game. Okay. So new, it links back into computer games again. Because uh, I thought that was quite... They used that a lot in the original film mm-hmm. they did, yeah. with shooting of the zombies and then... Mm-hmm top
1: left yeah <laughs> yeah <exactly>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah
2: so but then they find out that that actually is where it, it it comes from so it's a game that uses an implant but it's not a zombie game so when they find out the game it's one of those cute games so whenever the game is referenced to everyone goes oh okay. you know like a pet sort of game oh, oh i, I see. see okay but it's implanted in your brain okay. and that's where the, the outbreak starts from <laughs> okay which leads him to a corporate villain, which is played by Timothy Dalton. Oh, good casting. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah. and he's got two henchmen. So he runs
1: the computer game company that sells yeah. this game. Okay.
2: Yeah, so they're, they're basically what the, the reason that they did it was an attempt to take over the world. It right. backfired. Okay. So they're now held up in this facility in a massive industrial wasteland, mm. trying to figure out a way that they can still run the world mm. and fix the problem. Right. He's got two henchmen, Paddy Considine and Rory McCann.
1: This is a really good casting. Both of yeah, yeah. us.
2: And there's two henchmen.
1: Of course, because Rory McCann plays the Hound as well. In, um, that's right. Yeah, yeah that films. guy. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, Paddy Constantine is just generally terrifying. So
2: yeah, good. good. Henchmen. Yeah. So it ends up in a, a, a massive, a massive battle. Mm-hmm. And they manage to shut down this big thing that's controlling the game and causing the outbreak. Mm-hmm. Everyone comes back to life, but then they die. Okay. <laughs> that's pretty so, legit so everyone dies yeah so you get Ed back for a minute okay and then he dies that's pretty much the end of the film does
1: Sean die do Liz, does Liz die no
2: Sean and Liz are still there okay so yeah. they survive and they,
1: so good does triumph over evil they do win do you reckon or?
2: yeah so all the zombies do end up dying mm-hmm. like vampires
1: they almost come back to life for
2: a bit mm-hmm. and then they die so I they see. do that sort of thing but it's by shutting down this big computer computer brain right. that does it
1: so are we going to get like an emotional moment for a second where like Ed is himself again and he, has to, he gets to say goodbye to Sean and then he dies yeah he bit. does the fart job Aww. oh great oh, yeah. he does the fart job yeah I think that'd be that'd a great be really way to end it yeah funny, yeah. 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 <laughs> he gets one last fart yeah <laughs> Ed I'm
3: sorry what for
1: because you know I was shouting at you
3: in the earlier on it's alright I'm sorry too It's okay. No. I'm sorry, Sean. (laughs) Oh, God, God.
0: That's not funny.
3: Stop doing it when you stop laughing. I'm not
0: laughing. It's oh, like that part, though, he's been years as a corpse. God, yeah. Oh, can you imagine? Man. Yeah, that'd be rancid.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I like that. That's really good. I like the idea that it's not a rehash. It's like, there's still zombies, but it's kind of a different story. I think if Sean of the Dead did have a sequel, I can imagine that they would do that. They'd, like, ramp it up and find another kind of plot line, so... Yeah, and
2: I think Sean would get to be Sean like yeah. he was in the first film, and I think there's, there's lots of scope for tying into the original film mm. without redoing it yeah, yeah so yeah. opening it up for the same sort of gags
0: mm. yeah.
1: yeah 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 cool any questions No? Yeah. your turn yeah. great
0: okay so Sean and Liz have both lost their jobs they've been replaced by zombies because mm-hmm. don't know what Liz was doing but Sean was doing a pretty mindless job yeah they found a zombie who could do it obviously for free <laughs> zombies are slaves mm-hmm. that's, that's the world we live in <laughs> So to make some money, they've both turned to a life of crime. And they've decided that, well, their crime of choice is to rob drug dealers. Okay. So what they do is they ambush drug dealings. Something happen in drug dens and stuff and steal all the drugs. Threaten people with Ed. <laughs> they've made Ed look as scary as possible and say that, well, the place is surrounded by zombies, so you can't get anywhere. Here's one to show you that it's true. Uh, and then they... Steal the drugs, go and sell them to a guy called Dave, um, who <laughs> well, I to be Dave. Didn't always it? a Dave. Always <laughs> a Dave. <laughs> Dodgy Dave, mm-hmm. um, who wanted uh, Mark Heap to play.
1: Oh, good. Give him a role at last Brian time. Brian from Space, because he wasn't in this one, but he was in uh, The World's End. He was, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Also, Ed was a drug dealer in the first film, like a minor drug dealer. So it kind of has. Oh, was it? Oh,
0: great. Yeah. So they've got a history. Mm-hmm. So I reckon that we'd get that as a big summary in some kind of Edgar Wright montage at the start. Mm-hmm. I was thinking to the soundtrack of From 9 to 5.
1: Yeah? The Dolly Parton song, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Is there another one? Sheena Easton. Don't know My baby is. works from... You are too young won't know. My baby works from 9 to 5. And why am I singing so much in this episode? Do you remember <laughs> 9 to 5 by Sheena Easton? I don't know. It's God. news to me, that one. Okay, well, your loss. Great song. But no, okay, Dolly Parton. Sure.
0: Great. <laughs> we should try and get another song in. By the end, <laughs> I'm not getting any planned See what you guys can come up with okay. as it happens. So one day they go to a drug den in North London. Um, they walk in, find four people there and a shit ton of drugs. Mm-hmm. So gold mine, absolute gold mine. Um, these four people are played by Noel Fielding, okay. uh, Julian Barrett mm-hmm. David Mitchell, and Robert Webb. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, good, good, good. Really good. Two
0: two British comedy pairings. Yeah, yeah, Maisie
1: bush um, and um, Peep Show.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so Sean starts threatening them with Ed, mm-hmm. which is their standard setup for this, and saying, Yeah, you better hand over all your drugs. We've, the place is surrounded. We've got zombies everywhere. Here's one now. He's going to get you if you don't do it right now. Come on. Um, Liz is outside making zombie noises. <laughs>
3: okay, let's try, shall we? Liz. Um... Nice. Good vocal work. Great.
0: So, Noel and Julian are just going to use their acting names at this point. Maybe they're even playing themselves. Who knows? Uh, Noel and Julian start letting the drugs in, into their car outside while Mitchell and Webb sat uh, inside are being guided by Ed. Because mm-hmm. apparently they've taken too many drugs and they're just a little bit out of it. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know drugs. Don't don't know what happens. <laughs> <laughs> forgive, so, forgive me if I make any big mistakes.
1: So naive.
0: Mm. So after the first trip to the car, not drug trip. <laughs> after the first trip to the car, they come back in and see that Ed has actually killed and is now eating Mark Webb. Okay. So they all start panicking, just like, this is not okay. This is a thing that is going to draw a lot of attention and then the police are going to come and all sorts. So Sean is massively stressing out, mm-hmm. as I feel only Simon Pegg can do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In the meantime, uh, Noel Fielding takes takes the chance to go into the back room and gets out a gun. Okay. Comes and says, we have to leave now. I've called the police. They're going to come here. and They're going to see this. So we've all got to go. And you're going to drive us away until this all blows over and bring your pet for insurance. <laughs> so all the survivors pile into the chaos. We've got Sean, Liz, Ed, Noel Fielding, Julian Barrett and uh, David Mitchell. How's David Mitchell coping with having lost Mark Webb? Extremely pathetic. Mm-hmm.
1: Not coping well. <laughs> no, yeah. he's, he's not He's not doing well at all. Mm-hmm. I feel like he can do pathetic quite well. I feel like <laughs> he might be on Dylan around for this one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he's
0: got a good moan in it as well, probably. Uh, yeah.
1: I was going to moan that guy mm-hmm. so
0: yeah they all piled in and they drive all day um, to a small town in the north of England can either of you two think of a good town this might be good to set it in
1: Cumbria that's not that's a, that's
0: a that's a county
1: that's isn't a county it? come on are we thinking of somewhere like really oldie worldie like uh, Holmforth or something or however? Or... could be yeah or are you thinking more like crap towns like uh, Keithley or
0: Keithley yeah. Ooh, Keithley's Geosbury. up there pub Dewsbury. Mm. Dewsbury.
1: Now we're talking. Right. Dewsbury's Dewsbury. Sold. Dewsbury. Sold. So they all uh, drive for the day and get, in, get into Dewsbury. Were well, aim is to get to Dewsbury or was it just like keep driving until we run out a road and Jewsbury's where the road ends? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very much. Uh, just
0: keep driving for a long time and uh, yeah. So they get there and they want to go somewhere where they're not going to be found. Okay. Um, Somewhere a bit subtle and out of the way and so they go to a strip club okay. find a strip club in Dewsbury have we got a name for a strip club in Jewsbury?
1: I mean I've been to many over the years um... AD <laughs> hey, I feel like you're the guy mm. <laughs> Petals Petals <laughs> that's good
0: <laughs> Petals <laughs> in Jewsbury. <laughs> <laughs> there's
1: a real high quality of women there yeah
0: <laughs> and so they go in and they uh, first thing they do is well Sean says that he's hungry mm. so they all go to the bar and they order some food Leon asked what form wants.
1: Okay, and, you've already inadvertently shown in your naivete in terms of drugs and everything. Have you ever been to a strip club that served food at the bar? Maybe. There was that one that we went to. Did they serve food there? I don't recall ordering any I've brought
0: you into this. Now everyone knows so we've been to a strip club. <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh, care. Oh,
1: so well <laughs> I'm be I've got some shame. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So the first thing to do there is order some food. Mm-hmm. Sean orders a Solero.
1: Okay. Oh, so we're paying tribute to the Cordetto trilogy by yes. having an ice cream. Great.
0: Mm. I've no. just,
2: um, it's just... A, I've never been to a strip bar.
0: Ever? Uh, ever. Which well, is weird. I like how you feel you ne- th- needed to say that. I would have been. It would in. Well, when this
1: recording is over, it actually is a special treat, we do this for all of our guests. Yeah, we'll this then... <laughs> evening. Yeah. Oh, <We're> brilliant.
0: Gonna... <laughs> so they hang out in a strip club for... They went down as long as they can, they went to try and not get caught. A weird thing happens when the sun goes down and
1: dusk approaches. Wait, they went to a strip club in the daytime?
0: Maybe they arrived at, I don't know, 5pm or something.
1: I bet that wasn't like the (laughs) (laughs) A-team. Daytime strippers.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was not the A-team, because as soon as the sun went down dusk approached, all the strippers turned into vampires. Oh, okay. I don't know if you've seen From Dusk Until Dawn.
1: No. Well, maybe like on TV when I was like a kid.
0: Well, it's a vampire movie. Okay. With George Clooney and Quentin Tarantino.
1: Yeah. We should watch that. Okay. Add that to the list. Has it got a sequel? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. I don't know. No, it hasn't. And
2: yes, you should watch that. It's great. Mm.
1: Well, we could do it anytime. If you want to really plan ahead, maybe next Halloween we'll have a vampire trilogy rather than a witch's trilogy. Probably a good idea. Yeah. That yeah.
2: sounds
0: like a fantastic yeah. idea. Yeah. Okay,
1: so... From here, the rest of the
0: movie is largely a vampire hunting movie, Okay. where it turns out they're not just the, the strip club, but in fact the whole of Drewsbury is being overrun by vampires, and so they have to fight their way out.
1: Right, okay. Which, out of Drewsbury. They have to fight their way out of Drewsbury. <laughs> that's, that's not a vampire movie, that's just a Thursday night. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they've got to go
0: through the Mecca bingo oh god through one of the probably the worst shopping centres in the world yeah. get to the station and they've got to they've got to wait half an hour because the train's delayed <laughs> get to Huddersfield Uh in the meantime all the comedians that are brought in they all get, all get killed off one by one Okay. slash turned into vampires okay. I feel like Noel Fielding would do an amazing vampire if he's not done already yeah but I feel like it's basically his, yeah, his life yeah Noel Fielding yeah. Yeah. I feel like he already is a vampire yeah
1: <laughs>
2: Just doing it with, like, a little smirk on his face. Yeah. <laughs> I like the idea of, yeah. um,
1: what's-his-face David, David Mitchell, Mitchell as a vampire. I think that would be quite, good. That'd that'd be be quite fun, fun yeah. as well.
0: Yeah, so they have that. And, well, there is a scene at some point where you feel like they're all about to die. Mm-hmm. So we've still got Sean, Liz, and Ed there as well as this okay. trained zombie that they've got. They all hide behind Ed because they think that Ed's immune to everything. But he's not, it turns out. One of the zombies bites him. and One of the vampires bites him. Yeah, sorry, one of the vampires bites him. Um, and luckily at that point, that's when the sun comes up. They happen to be outside at this point, and so the vampires they run away. Okay. So, then yeah. Sean, Ed, and Liz they all jump on the next train to Huddersfield. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love
1: how they are catching trains.
0: That's <laughs> <Good. laughs> all no I think of when I think of Free, I got passed yeah. through it. Eh? Well, I can <laughs> imagine
1: like you know because there's lots of like jump cuts and kind of visual comedy in *The Shaun of the Dead and I imagine like all the action scenes punch are by scenes where, where the characters are just like on the train just like not making eye contact just yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah background elevator music playing uh, yeah.
0: yeah annoyingly it's the trans-pennine train so that they'll get a seat <laughs> <laughs> this is very niche but for our listeners like... <laughs> this will um, play
1: really well in, like, oh, in Wisconsin this thing <laughs> <laughs> um, and
0: after a while when, when the sun comes up they find that uh that Ed's really struggling, that his skin is burning a little bit. Oh dear. And suddenly it clocks with them that, well, he must have turned into a vampire as well. A vampire zombie? So he's now a vampire zombie. Oh, wow. So what they do now is as soon as they get to Huddersfield, well, it's it's Simon Peck. What's he going to do? He's going to go to the pub. So they go yeah. to the station pub. Okay. And they just sit there and they start planning things out, thinking, right, well, he's, he's a vampire zombie now. Hmm. We could steal a lot of drugs for this. <laughs>
1: That's how the film closes. Okay. So it's like, how do we now use a vampire zombie? Maybe mm-hmm. there's like a montage at the end. where they. Uh... Maybe you could it's do terrible. like a planning scene. Yeah. Like how he does a planning
2: scene in the in the oh, original yeah. Shaun of the Dead. Mm-hmm. And he does those and he runs through various ideas of how they can make
1: mm-hmm. various amounts of money. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So my question is, obviously Shaun of the Dead is a very loving tribute to classic zombies. it got all the zombie tropes. Mm-hmm. So is this going to have all the vampire tropes? Is there going to be like six through the heart? Is there going to be... Oh, crucifixes
0: and Yeah, definitely. Cool, um, cool, cool. Yeah, I don't know where that would, go, where that would come in. Mean, well, a... when they're fighting off the,
1: the vampire strippers, for example. Of course, yeah. So yeah. Are they going to stake them through the heart? Like, yes.
0: Cool, yeah. yeah there must be some kind of Christopher Lee kind of character,
1: maybe the owner of the strip club. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, Christopher Lee is in fact dead. I'm uh, yeah. oh, sorry, it's a type character, but somebody who plays a zombie such as he did. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Like a, like a kind of strip club compere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. With a suit and a Jim yeah. or Jim Brobeck, can you do it? Yeah. yeah, you could do that. We you could, you could bring him in for that definitely. Can, yeah. There we go. You can
1: never go wrong with him McShivan okay. for these things. <laughs> oh yeah. I like the idea of maybe the strippers turn into vampires, maybe mid private dance. Mm.
3: That'd
1: be good. Yeah, that would be quite good actually. Also, now I'm thinking of the visual of a vampire Jewsbury, a Jewsbury vampire stripper. <laughs> Which is a very specific type of stripper, I can imagine already. Like, yeah. A Dewsbury stripper in itself, I think, is a very specific type of stripper. Mm-hmm. A Dewsbury vampire stripper giving an erotic dance to a zombie Nick Frost. Yes. I like that image. Yeah. I like that image a lot. It's yeah. <laughs> good. Yeah. Yeah, I
0: like it too. Lovely. Just to, just to clarify, I didn't pick a strip club from my own mind. In Dawn of the Dead, it was a strip club.
1: Oh, okay. Right. It wasn't just your favourite Dewsbury strip club. No. Okay. Sure. <laughs> cool um, Well before we take uh, Ad down For a good old night At the uh, The, the Dewsby Petal Shall we a... <laughs> Can't wait Yeah uh, Should we get to some Listener Yeah so we better we have say? Okay cool So this was obviously A very popular film With our listeners So we had a few Really good ideas So first of all Blockbusters At Blokebusters mm-hmm. Their idea its They've given us A t- title this week so Oh finally yeah. So the working long enough. The working title Of this one Is Shaun of the Dead 2 Drop Dead Ed. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Sean and Liz have moved on and started a family, and the world has come to terms with everything. Mm-hmm. So I guess maybe this is set in twenty seventeen. So maybe maybe it's ten years later or something. Who knows? Sure. Yeah. So yeah, they they've started a family, and moved on, and Zombie Ed after all these years is starting to decay so much that Sean has been forced to kind of put him out of his misery. Mm-hmm. However, the moment he does actually do this, I guess there's an emotional scene where ro- horribly rotting Zombie Ed Sean is just forced to have a, you know shoot him or something. Mm-hmm as soon as he does this Ed stands up and he's fully healed and human again Mm -hmm. Uh, and Sean's overjoyed and he calls to Liz to have her come and see but then Ed tells Sean actually nobody else can see him only Sean can and then Sean has this midlife crisis where he has all these nostalgic feelings now of uh, brought on by the return of Ed who acts like everything that's happened since the apocalypse hasn't really occurred it's like Mm -hmm. back to 2004 when they were just you know best mates in this like codependent little flat share situation yeah uh, so it causes Sean to have a, to kind of regress a little bit yeah you because know, mm. he misses those days uh, he starts to lose people from his life like Liz is trying to break him out of this funk that he's in and Ed sees how unhappy his resurrection has made Sean and he tries to figure out how to like leave for good mm. it, t- it transpires that actually he was the first to return but actually everyone else who was killed in the zombie apocalypse is starting to come back too so mm-hmm. to he resurrected so the whole world starts seeing people. In the way that Sean can see Ed, everyone begins to see people that they care about who's died, but only they can see them, I guess, is the idea. However, Ed starts... Over time, Ed starts to fade away, and Sean and Ed realise that the returned are only back for a short period of time. So they get to have an emotional final goodbye, sharing of one last Cornetto. Mm-hmm. And then Sean breaks free from his midlife crisis and starts anew. And then the last shot is that Liz... I guess Liz has got her own stuff going on in all of this, Mm -hmm. and the last shot we see that uh, actually David, the Dylan Moran character, appears before Liz, resurrected, Uh. and then uh, so Liz goes, oh, and then it cuts to black, so they've got their own unresolved issues to work through, because in the original film, of course, he was in love with Liz. Mm -hmm. That's a side plot. So yeah, that's good. I like that. I like the whole drop dead Fred kind of thing there. Yeah, that's good. good. Uh, Heavy Metal Horrorcast that's HMHcast their idea is Rise of the Planet of the Eds. (laughs) Uh, in this version I guess it's a sequel to taken to a government lab because of his infected status Ed and several other victims of the zombie contagion become subjects in a series of tests and experiments intended to create a vaccine for the zombie virus which I guess is ongoing yeah Um, so he's prodded and poked with a and injected with a Variety of chemicals, but his pathological need to feed kind of eventually abates, and his intelligence starts to come back. This is Ed still, so he becomes more intelligent very quickly. Mm-hmm. I guess this is like the Planet of the Apes, so it's not just he goes back to being human, Ed. He becomes superhuman, super Ed. He becomes ah, like super intelligent. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because Ed obviously was a bit thick in the original. Yeah. So I don't think if Frost ever played like a genius. This could be really <laughs> interesting. Oh, this is good because in the original there's that running joke he doesn't really a good orangutan impression. There's ah, layers yeah. to this. I really oh, think this. Yeah. is a layered, layered sequel. I like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he's seeing the huge... St- these, these kind of drugged up, tested upon zombies, much mm-hmm. like the apes in of the Apes, start to see the human race as their oppressors. Because so they, they're still zombies, I guess. So they form an alliance, the zombies, overthrow the regime that's kept them in shackles. And hearing that his best mate has escaped captivity, Sean tracks their down so they can have a celebratory spliff and a pint down the Winchester hmm. he wants to reunite mm-hmm. and Ed recognises his old friend gives him a hug but then he grunts the word no and then he shambles off into the sunset so I guess it's as like I say it's a Planet of the Apes kind of thing mm. only after he's gone Sean realises that Ed has nicked all the pot from his pockets <laughs> so he falls to his knees and the last line of the film is Sean and Sam and Peg shouting you damn dirty Ed <laughs> <laughs> that was, uh, there we go yeah, very good I I, um, lot lot. yeah that's good okay Think Outside the Box set T-O-T-B-S podcast their pitch is a crossover movie called Bring It On of the Dead Okay. and this is a crossover between Shaun of the Dead and the Kirsten Dunst Elijah Dushku cheerleader movie Bring It On mm-hmm. so in this movie Kirsten Dunst and Elijah Wood are fighting zombies but with dance moves and he says to be honest the only reason I thought of this is so I could use the phrase rom-pom zom because <laughs> this film is famously described as a, a, rom-zom. a rom-zom-com yeah. this is a, rom, a rom-pom-pom yeah. So it's a romantic zombie comedy with pom-poms. <laughs> <laughs> we Watch Anything. At We Watch Anything. There's is called The Incredible Journey. Ed being capitalised. Got on. it, yeah. So a home scientist living near Sean, using the new science that the zombie outbreak has spawned, learns how to miniaturise people. So she shrinks Sean, Liz, Diane and new friend Steve, played by Pad- Paddy Considine. Mm-hmm. She shrinks them and injects them into Ed's zombie body. Mm-hmm. And then they have to fight the virus inside their friend, sometimes hand-to-hand combat. Mm-hmm. So oh, maybe I like, like this one. So yeah, maybe maybe the pathogens inside his body are represented by like zombies inside his body or something. I don't mm-hmm. know? Eventually returning into humanity. Uh, although once Ed has been cured, he still occasionally pretends to be a zombie just to kind of piss them <laughs> off. Because he's still an Eddie's still He just, would, yeah. yeah. <laughs> very, very good. And last but not least, uh, Oh No Lit Class, at Oh No Lit Class Pod. Their idea is just an unnecessary American adaptation of this movie. So it's similar to the American version of Let the Right One In, and pretty much every successful a movie of all time gets a crappy American remake. Mm-hmm. So this in this one, Zac Efron is Sean. Okay. Yeah. Terrible, but I think that's the point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Donald Glover is Ed, which. Oh yeah. He's not really an Ed type, but again, I guess this, as the point of the I guess American just American remakes always go wrong. They make like everyone look too sexy and too like mm-hmm. Hollywood. So I guess that's the idea. Uh, Kate Mara from House of Cards season one, mm-hmm. playing Liz. Mm -hmm. Brian Cranston as Philip The um, oh yeah that works that works really well Mm. Philip was the what's his face character wasn't he Bill Hayes character yeah Sean's mum is played by Robin Wright so I guess we've got a little bit of a house of cards reunion. no Kevin Spacey for obvious (laughs) reasons it's a baseball bat instead of a cricket bat and instead of the Winchester they're trying to get to a buffalo wild wings (laughs) Um, so that's that sure I I like it I I think that would be terrible but I think that's the whole point yeah Yeah. terrible but funny exactly so thanks for those guys it's very very good Uh, if you have any ideas for sequels you'd like to see to Shaun of the Dead or prequels or remakes Mm -hmm. uh, let us know we are Beyond the Box Set you can find us at beyondtheboxset.com you can also find us on Twitter Facebook Instagram Google Mm Plus Tumblr all good social media just search for Beyond the Box Set Mm -hmm. if you enjoy the show hit subscribe to get a new episode every Friday morning really helps us out and if you really enjoy our show leave us a review it helps us to find new listeners and we really appreciate it it's a nice little ego boost the show's available on iTunes Stitcher Acast Podbean, Google Play, all the good podcasting platforms. So again, either go to our website beyondtheboxit.com or just search Beyond the set on your chosen podcasting network. I don't know why I said so much this week when it was so much harder than usual to speak. Yeah, I just um, that. <laughs> and uh, next week, Harry, it's your idea. Oh, it's your turn. You finally. Okay. I have you know.
0: picked one for months.
1: I know, we've had too many guests, so
0: what do you got you for bloody us? bloody guests. <laughs> it's ours. Um okay, so as one of the films that we did over over our Halloween um, it, was, it was your pick it was The Witchers of Eastwick mm-hmm. um, and it made me think hey Jack Nicholson he's pretty good yeah. I like Jack Nicholson and then I thought who else is good Stanley Kubrick he's pretty good Let's see where this is going so next week we're doing The Shining
1: yay I love that film which
0: is a film I've never seen and I've wanted to for a long time and uh, I mean it comes up in so many sort of film related videos that I watch on YouTube that I'm just mm. so scared of spoilers for it Yeah. that uh, maybe it's already been spoiled for me and I don't know who knows I will let you know next week
2: don't watch it alone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just saying. I'm going to watch it alone now, in the dark now.
1: With, with your ironing. Don't, don't, yeah, burn, with don't, my... don't burn your nipples. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I hope that's not a reference to it. Does anybody get their nipples burned off? No,
1: no. I was, I was just thinking of you ironing in the dark. I was like, okay. <laughs>
0: you know I'm not topless when I do this. You are in my fantasies. Uh, okay, yep. well, join us next week where John will be doing this on his own. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, <laughs> that's the end of the WhatsApp. <laughs> <episode, isn't it? laughs>
1: Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I look very much look forward to watching the Shining. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we will catch you next week. Thanks a lot, and thank you, Ad, for joining us this week.
2: You're welcome. It's been fun. Is thank there thank anything you want to plug? No.
1: No. Okay. <laughs> well, if you're looking for a window cleaner in the West Yorkshire area, Ad is available. Um, yeah. Cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Every little helps. <laughs> yeah. But thank you for coming, and thank you for choosing an excellent film. Thanks. it's been Great film. It's been fun. It's been nice. And uh, yeah, so we will join us next week for the Shining. Yeah. Cool. See you all next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: a little bit of bonus content Addy you forgot one of your ideas yes it was a remake and
2: it's very simple it's Sean the Sheep but Sean of the Dead Sheep (laughs)
1: Sean the Sheep of the Dead
2: Sean the Sheep of the Dead any of those combinations that you'd (laughs) Uh like but basically it's a remake with Sean the Sheep characters
0: Are the Sheep dead or Sean dead
1: Sean the Sheep plays Sean's character. Oh, uh, okay. You know who Sean the Sheep is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Sean the Sheep is a sheep. Yeah, yeah. Hence the name. Yeah, I, okay. I, I got that. Oh, idea. I see. So you mean, is he alive or other sheep are dead? Mm. Oh, okay. No, I understand. Okay. So you take the characters out of Sean the
2: Sheep. Okay. And change them into the characters from Sean the Dead.
0: Oh, okay. So
2: it'd be like a kid's version of Sean the Dead. Oh,
0: okay. No, is it still going to be, uh, I believe it's called Claymation. Yeah. So it's going to be in style of... So so stop start
2: animation. Yes. With Claire.
0: Yeah. With Um, like guts and gore and.
2: The works, the gags, everything. The whole works, everything. Ed as a character from Sean the Sheep, Mm -hmm. Liz, all of them.
1: Who is Sean's best? I've not watched much Show of the Sheep because I'm 31. Uh, not, if I'm <laughs> honest, I've not got that far with it. Yeah, I was, like, Who's his best mate? Is that like a, is that like a best mate? Character He's got
2: one? a group of friends from school okay. and you could easily morph them into the characters okay. from Shaun of the Dead, I think. Cool, mm. I like it. I just think it'd be quite funny. Mm.
1: Does anyone speak
2: in Sean the Oh Sheep? no, it'd be all done with bars and, That'd be and, and characters. Like so lot. you'd have to get the gags based yeah. on that bars, bars. Yeah, so it's all <laughs> like
1: reaction shots and like, yeah, yeah, I love it. That's really good, yeah
0: oh I'd pay a lot of that, money. That's, that <laughs> is
1: something I would legit want to watch yeah. <laughs> it'd be hilarious wouldn't it oh that's good yeah please somebody make that yes please yeah. please
2: yeah. I, I will pay lots of money to see that <laughs> instead
1: yeah. of any more Wallace and Gromit's mm. you know, if someone could just make that yeah. <laughs> great Great. well thank you Eddie that was definitely welcome good.